No Block, No Rock, Season 2, Episode 24. Mike, what does 24 mean to you? Hey, that's this is the Black Mamba episode. R-I-P. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so spring ball for Nebraska football starts next week. Let's go. So we'll talk a little bit about that. But kind of newsworthy. Um, do we do we just start off with the with the news that with Juwan Howard and all that and let, like our little countdown, or do we go to? I think let's start with our sponsor. Let's yeah, let's, I like let's that. keep it fresh. Okay, they got some fresh beers on tap, so I think we should talk about that a little bit. And we have a guest with us. Sorry, no former players this week, but we we've do have the, a special guest. We've got the next best thing. Yes. I did play football one time, <laughs> sixth grade. We were very competitive. Yeah, so we have Connor with us. Uh, he's been on the show numerous times. And uh, he thought he'd fill in, and uh, we're back here at NBC. So who to bring on to talk about Nebraska Brewing Company? Then Connor, the best so. guy possible. <laughs> and yeah, spe- no. yeah, yeah. Speaking of, look, Blueberry Pilsner. I walk in, I see it. It's new. I gotta try that. Do, is there is there a little uh, you know story behind that? How long has it been on tap? What can, what else can you tell me about the Blueberry Pilsner? So it, it's relatively new. We kind of came up with that. As a, uh, not really a joke, but as something that we thought we would just fun to try. Uh, and I've been making the joke for the last, I don't know, week or so that it's been on tap that we now have obviously a blueberry pills that we call blue pills inside. And our regular Pilsner, its logo is red. So I've been making matrix jokes mm. about blue pills, red pills. Naturally, all naturally. Uh, <laughs> sure. All three people that have understood it have thought it was funny. So that was, that's, that's been great for me. Hey, you can add six now. Yeah. <laughs> all six people. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's been great. Uh, we, we keep getting to drop new uh, cool stuff all the time. And, you know, we keep getting to drink cool beers. I like it. It's, a, it's 5.4%. Pretty light. I needed something light tonight. My my lunch was a little questionable, so I got to keep it. I got to take it easy. Tonight. Which will which we will leave nameless because no free sponsors. Here. That's right. No block. No, no right. Hey, Damn right. Sponsors. No free sponsors. And guess what, guys? The long-awaited Farrell's Red has Farrell. finally touched <laughs> my lips and my tongue. Farrell's Red. Yeah, the Farrell's Red. Great in time <laughs> for the uh, St. Patty's Day. One of my favorite beers. I'm so glad it's back on tap. If you guys have never had Farrell's Red. You need to come here and try it. It is excellent. Uh, coming from that Farrell's family uh, here in the lineage uh, at Nebraska Brewing Company. What is this Farrell? Cans are out Farrell. now. Farrell. Farrell's red. That's, yeah. It's the family, man. I know. You got to say like Farrell. I can't, I can't talk like that. I'm not a ginger like you. All right, fine. <laughs> Listen, I can't. I can't I'm really argue that. I'm Irish. I can do it. <laughs> Go on. You have to be able to. If you're going to promote. Oh, God. Come on. Farrell? Oh, <laughs> no, oh that, my god! Dude, I'm super check. I can't do it. Okay, too Kyle, I, I'm hey, way too white. No, no, no. Here's what I'm looking forward to. The Irish is that a thing? <laughs> here's what I'm looking forward to. Not you doing Farrell. I want to hear Kyle do his best <laughs> Spanish oh. <laughs> Taco Vesa. Oh god! I know there's I like really nothing already. you can oh, do with I, that. Yeah, but I like this already. <laughs> uh, Kyle once again is drinking the Taco Vesa. Is that good? That's great. Is that good? And I was yeah, all right. Beautiful. You, you could serenade Kyle. me with that. That's pretty good. You are, you are what some people can would we, call a gringo. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah. Can we clip that? I want an NIL deal on just that audio right there. <laughs> just so I can I use that, that for ads. Turn that into an NFT, huh? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. I've got the Taco Vesa, like always. I, I did try the other the other beers, and they were all very good, too. So, <laughs> Heck yeah, man. It looks good. Okay. Enough about Nebraska Brewing Company, even though yeah, we love gosh. you. Joan Howard. 
just announced today, actually, right before we got on air, five game suspension oh, for man. his little bitch slap. Yeah, slash it was definitely a bitch slap. Yeah. Face yeah. Gra- I don't want to say punch because that was not a it punch. It was not a punch. That Anybody- was a. He had a fly on his yeah. head. <laughs> he had a fly. That was the on best. I, I retweeted <laughs> I, that from our our no block no rock Twitter. So whoever tweeted that, shout out to you because that was fucking he awesome. Did him a favor. He had a fly on his head. You know. But uh, so yeah, seeing that, you know, a lot of people. Oh my god, he should be fired. Eh, just no. Just pump relax. the I think it, immediately the biggest question is. Will Juwan Howard fight Canelo Alvarez after <laughs> this interaction? Shoot. It, where are we at with these negotiations? Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's funny that you bring that up because... All right. So in honor of this little scrum that Juwan Howard got in and your little Canelo, Canelo Alvarez joke, let's, let's do the one coach in the Big Ten that we all want to punch in the face. We're going to count down. I'm going to count down three, two, one, and we're all going to say the coach that we want to punch so in wait, the face, okay? But you're saying that we're all going to say the same thing. We're all going to say... You Do you think we're going to all say the same thing? I don't know. We're going to find out. All right. <laughs> all right. I I'm think down. this will be pretty telling. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to count down, and we're all going to say this coach that we want to punch in the face. Yep. Ready? Three, two, one. PJ, PJ Fleck. Fleck. God damn it. God <laughs> damn are, it. You guys are so not creative, all right? <laughs> you know what I said in there? I said PJ Fluke. You guys... It sounded, it sounded like we planned that ahead of time. Yeah. It sounded, Come on. No. Okay. That's insane. Okay. Pick a different coach that you'd punch in the face. I'm going to start because okay. it's probably going to be the same as some of you guys. And I want to get and, there first. And we're saying current. Current yes. coaches current, that you'd punch in the coach. face. Current. Kurt Ferentz. Oh, that's good. Okay. That, that's, what, that's what I was going to say as well. Okay. I feel like I, I could kick his ass. Okay. okay. That's a, it's your guy too? Yeah. Yeah. Kurt yeah you could kick yeah. a 70-some-year-old's ass. Yeah. Good I job. feel like I've got good odds. <laughs> I'm going to go a little out there. Okay. Um, I think I have to say Lincoln Riley. Okay. You okay. would you would fight Lincoln Riley or you think you would kick his ass? I would fight him. Okay. I'm not saying I'd win. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go even a little more off the wall. Oh, I like where So, I'm not saying that I could kick his ass. I'm just saying if I had 5 minutes alone and he was strapped to a chair and he couldn't oh, fight back. Oh, wow. Okay, hold on. <laughs> uh somebody you are taking this the wrong way, not me. <laughs> oh, sure. Okay, and it depends on the game. But Scott Frost sometimes. Oh, oh wow. wow. Oh. Not all the time. Yeah, you'd get your ass whooped. Like I said. The fans be... at home are punching the speakers oh, right now. Oh, man. <laughs> Ready to Unfollow, you. unfollow. Have you seen his biceps? He <laughs> I, would fuck you up. I didn't say that I would kick his ass. I'm just saying. That if I had Scott Frost. one free shot. No fighting back. No, no. Oh, but that's not. No, no he gets no. to fight back. Hell no. Wasn't it one you of our guests? Wasn't it one of our guests that was like, yeah, well, I was just like in the weight room one day and Scott Frost walked in and just started pumping right. out like oh. 220 something oh. on the bench and, and like was just pumping them out and then just like didn't say anything, stood up and just left. Well, like yeah, what? And Jared is ready for that. <laughs> yeah. He's just, no, no, no. He's totally ready. And, and there'd be like a little more satisfaction in knowing that he couldn't fight back. This strong ass dude taking a punch from me. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'd probably break my hand, but yeah. But yeah, just every be, every should, so often, I'm like Scott. Yeah, be be honest, Jared. Yeah, it would look like the, it would look like a Howard slap, wouldn't it? The listeners yeah. at home, <laughs> when you hear Jared talking about how he can't hit back, you should see his eyes. Oh. It is concerning. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So okay, so Mike, do you want to go into a coach that you would not want to fuck with? That you would fuck. not fuck with. All right. Big Ten, Big Ten or otherwise. Okay. I'm gonna just, I'll stick in the Big Ten just okay. because it's on my mind. 
The coach I wouldn't fuck with in the Big Ten would be Mel Tucker. That is a big motherfucker. That's a big dude. Yeah, I'm I'm out on that. He's okay. he's got a defensive background. But, yep. I mean, no, he he would kick my ass in a second. Okay, Kyle, do you want to go or do you want me to go? I've, okay, so I've, I've got like a tie between the two, and I'm going to stick with the Big Ten as well. Either Pat Fitzgerald or Ryan Day. I feel like they would just, hmm. yeah. I, I feel like they could fight. I think Ryan Day's a sneaky pick. Yeah. Because I, I think he played, Um, I don't know if it was like quarterback, I think, in college or whatever. But I think he'd be a pussy. So I, I don't so know. He, he would have been like in my bottom three of like guys I, that I would probably punch in the face. Maybe it's just, I mean, he's he looks like a bigger dude, so maybe that's why I'm like, eh, he's up there. But I, I, don't I know. get it. Yeah. I have to admit, Ryan Day was in my uh, my upper end for coaches I would not fuck with. Okay. Um, <laughs> he did get edged out uh, just barely. He was in my top three. I think Kirby Smart is the coach I would not fuck with. I eh, think that man would just put me through a fucking wall. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think he would try to recruit you, if anything. <laughs> yeah. That's all he does is freaking recruit, recruit. I think he'd throw you like a dart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, you guys, I think you guys will like this one. The coach that I would not fuck with, Jim McElwain. <laughs> Anyone that can wrestle a shark. Yeah. <laughs> Admittedly okay, a very just, I'm cool sorry. deal. Admittedly very cool. No, no, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll be real, though. Um, Brett Bielema. Oh, yeah. I, I like wouldn't. That. I would I wouldn't not. fuck with Bert. Hell no. I just like run that. around Straight. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Unlike Scott Frost in that scenario, this dude, he has the opportunity to fight back. Former nose guard. Would kick my or sit on me, dude. Like, Bert, sit or shit, <laughs> both. Why not both? Yeah, I wouldn't fuck with Bert Bielema. Just wouldn't do it. I feel like I'll, people would ooh, run around him. I don't. I just don't think it'll be that easy. Okay, you know. So we had our fun. Now let's get into some real Nebraska football some talk. Real. For those of you that put us on times three. We'll move you on. It okay. Now slow us down. You don't want to <laughs> yeah. hear my voice move that fast. I already talked fast enough. Let's talk about we're one week out, boys. Yes, we are. Until spring ball starts. Okay. What are we looking forward to? Like, we got a new staff um, yeah. on the offensive side of the ball. We got mm-hmm. some shakeup on the defensive side of the ball. We have a special teams coordinator now. What should we look for for spring ball? Well, my, my answer is always going to be this going forward. And I'm just going to preach it and preach it and preach it until the cows come home and our listeners fall asleep and they do the three times fast because it's going to be the same thing over and over again. Offensive line. That's that's what I'm going to be looking at. Yeah. And two guys are out. For those of you yeah. who don't know, Teddy Prohaska coming off the ACL injury and Turner Corcoran, who started every game for us last year, is also out. They're not going to be participating. In, so, yeah, for spring practice. So yeah. That, that's big. And look... A lot of people are going to be like, Mickey Joseph, Trey Palmer, Xavier Betts, Omar. Casey Thompson. Yeah, it's like, and I I love it. I love these athletic dudes, these four, five-star athletic dudes. Big 10, offensive line. That's what it's all about. The offensive line is obviously a huge, huge component for this coming year. But I think probably the most compelling narrative coming through this offseason is going to be the QB situation. Because we're entering a situation where, uh, for the first time in, what, two or three years, we don't really have a secure situation coming into the season. We, we really don't know. I mean, obviously, like, Casey Thompson is probably the right. easy answer, but we don't have a guarantee. So I think that's probably going to be the most 
compelling right. part of this. Unlike with Adrian, where it was like, oh, if he if he has competition, oh god, is he gonna leave? Oh boy, how is he gonna take it? But yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Yeah, I just think any Nebraska fan who thinks it's an open competition for quarterback. I think you're mistaken. <laughs> I, I don't think Casey Thompson leads the Big 12 in passing touchdowns last year and only playing in like 10 games uh, comes to Nebraska unless he knows he is QB1. So and, and not to mention, he is already trying to uh, earn the trust of his teammates with his receivers and his offensive linemen, uh, you know, taking him out bowling and doing all that stuff. So it's I think Casey Thompson will be QB1. And I think that it will be a refreshing breath of air. I think he will make the transition from Adrian to Casey. He'll he'll make that transition really easy for Nebraska fans because similar skill sets, experienced quarterback, and he's going to have time to work with Whipple. So yeah. So I, I guess to really um, really push what you're saying, where do you see the biggest uh, shift from Martinez's play to? Thompson's play uh, decision making decision making okay I mean that's what we're hoping for at least right yeah I think I think your short field accuracy I think will you'll see that right away I think Casey can throw a ball left and right um, and he can throw a ball five yards and it's not going to be too tall for a six foot nine tight end so I think I think that right away you'll notice as a Nebraska fan the things that you will miss from Adrian you're going to miss some of his leadership qualities his toughness and his athletic ability. I mean, the guy was just gifted with with a raw athletic ability to make plays. I mean, he was our offensive weapon. And we will never take anything away from Adrian. He did give us the best chance to win, even though he did not win very much. Yeah, I agree. I think that's the best way to put it. Yeah. Because a lot of the times as a realistic podcast and what kind of what we advertise ourselves as it seems like we just have a lot of criticism 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 there's nothing against adrian as a person as a leader as a football player it was just you don't win football games some you know you're the quarterback. It didn't work you're the quarterback yeah so you know a lot of the mistakes and things late in the game it just kind of comes down to who's running it yeah and like mike you bring up the leadership and you know, you, you also talked about how Casey Thompson you took he took out his O line out for dinner and all that stuff. And I don't I don't see honestly as much as we say how much we love Adrian and all that. I don't see a drop off in leadership. Like I don't think you know Casey Thompson. He's been at Texas, a place that cares probably just as much as Nebraska does. Like I would their agree. fan base wise and yeah, being under that's... the microscope and all that. I mean, he walks into that room with credibility that. A lot of other guys wouldn't be able to walk into. So yeah, yeah, I think and with you know, impressive I, accolades from where he just yeah. came from. Yeah, it's not sure. like he's just some bum. Yeah, like he played significantly and put up numbers and which was the yeah. confusion for us when Chubba Purdy decided to come here because it was like he really hadn't played a whole lot of football. Um, and so you know you kind of just so, figure that if that's the main competition between him and I mean you you hope you hope on paper that it, you know Chubba's going to be a in two years, he's going to be the option or whatever. Right. Or so Heinrich. I, I guess that's right. That's yeah. my ultimate question here is uh, Chubba coming here at this point, while obviously we're all looking at this saying Casey's going to be our starting quarterback, do we believe that Chubba has a, a genuine chance at actually competing for a job this year? I think if you look at the history of Nebraska football at the quarterback position, we haven't had a starting quarterback start every game or 
play every single game, every single snap. Uh, look it up. Probably, I don't know, 10, 15 years. I mean, it, it's a long time. So as QB2 at Nebraska. It's like three or four reps of QBs, though. 15 years. I mean, I, I'm telling you, it's we have not had a QB1 play every snap for a long, long time. So, so being QB2 at Nebraska, you need to be ready to go. And the decision is going to be for Scott Frost and, and Whipple is going to be, is Logan Smothers our number two or is it going to be Chubba Purdy? And then if it's not Logan Smothers, are you going to use him in a wildcat situation? Because Casey's an athletic guy. So is that going to rock the boat if you bring in a wildcat package for Logan Smothers? I'm not sure. Could could Logan Smothers be a Taysom Hill gadget player kind of guy? Maybe. I think so. Does Maybe. he does he want to be that? Does I he want know. to be put in that box? He was a four star recruit. That's fair, right? I, and yeah. if he might find it insulting, oh, you only you see me as a, a guy who only runs. I can't throw. Hey, huh? T- Taysom Hill slings the ball too. Yeah, yeah. Taysom Hill can get it, it done. And and here here's he's the, also in the NFL and. Logan Smothers is not in the NFL. <laughs> and, he had, and he had not Sean yet. Payton pulling the strings. You got to remember that. Sean Payton, before he retired recently. So uh, we wish him nothing yeah. but the best I moving forward. I mean, but, so, so here's the interesting thing about Logan Smothers, right? Is who who does he remind you of that recently just left? Luke McCaffrey. Luke McCaffrey. Rice what Bowl. happened with him? He's Did now exactly a receiver at Rice. Did exactly yes. what they were trying to get him to he's do. Logan he's, dro- he's dropping passes. Those two those two are like identical as a quarterback. And so had Luke or Scott allowed him to move to a more specialized role other than just quarterback, he probably would have had a lot of success here at Nebraska. So Logan Smothers has a good example of what that can look like if yeah. he just sticks with it and if he just goes with the flow. Yeah, I, I think it's just going to come down to if Logan wants to embrace that role or not. Because essentially, yeah. when you bring in a whole new offensive staff and you bring in two transfer quarterbacks, what are you saying? You're essentially saying that we are not confident enough in the quarterback position and what we have now. Yeah. So, so that pretty much already told Logan what is going to happen. And maybe he's going to compete in the spring and the fall. I think what will happen is he's going to compete in the spring and find out where he is at on the depth chart, and then he'll have to make big boy decisions. So, so I know I said offensive line, and along along those same lines, right? My personal hope is that we move away from quarterback run game and we find. I, I'm not saying bell cow. I'm not saying that anymore because fuck that. <laughs> it's so annoying to say it, and then we try out five different dudes. Yeah. So. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say running back. I want to see one guy emerge. Is it gonna be Anthony Grant, the JUCO transfer that we talked about with Zach Bowman? Is it gonna be AJ Allen, this new uh, four star coming in from from TCU, was formerly recruited, committed to TCU? Is it gonna be Marquis Step? Is it gonna be Jack Yan? Is it gonna be Ramir Johnson? Is it gonna be? Hubert Hump, Humperdink, like who the like who right. knows who it's gonna be? I don't give a shit who it's gonna Jingus be. Dingus, like yeah. somebody needs to step up. And when you have a solid running game, it takes pressure off the quarterback. Adrian never had a solid running game behind him. All the pressure was put on him. That doesn't help right. with the decision making. I got to make all the plays. The team needs me. Mistakes yeah. happen. Injuries happen. Can we find one running back, please? I think building the depth that they they've got right now 
uh, is going to create a lot of really, really good scenarios for the Husker offense. Because now, the fact that we have to sit here and question between five or six backs as to who's really going to emerge uh, as like who's going to control that running game, that's great. Uh, because if we lose one, we've got five more in the wings that are still within like a reasonable context to be a game controller in that aspect. Yeah. So I, I think that's a big deal for the Husker offense is to have that many, you know, we're not sitting here talking about, you know, Jonathan Taylor's and Melvin Gordon's, but we're, we're talking about five or six guys that are all very, very consistent. And I think that's ultimately the best I, situation we could be I, in at the moment. And I hear you. But I, I wish they would find a Braylon Allen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, yeah, can no. we find that guy? Dude, yeah. I don't know if there's another Braylon Allen on this planet. I mean, that guy is now 18 years Man old child. for everybody. Right. What you, um, he's yeah. like 350 pounds, pure muscle. Like, <laughs> he's like, yeah. Can lift a large truck over his head. He's Man. the second coming of Derrick Henry. That's what I like. Yeah. That's oh, how I Lord. envision him. Derrick Henry oh, wishes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I just I, I'm I'm with you, Jared. I can't watch another another year of watching six different running backs Revolving every single door. game. I can't I can't do it. There's no other team in the country that'll do that. And one guy that we forgot, Gabe Irvin. Gabe Irvin, yeah, who, whose knee yeah, disintegrated, turned to dust against Oklahoma, and it's like, dude, dude looked all right, and then yeah. the knee went poof. I, Is he I, coming back strong? I think there's enough talent in that Nebraska running back room that you know I, it's you know, somewhat comforting that I have to confuse myself with all these running bags. Uh, I, I think it can happen. Yeah. Uh, I, you know what they say? If you have too many running backs, it's a good problem. You don't, yeah. If you have too many running backs, you have none. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Mike, yeah. the opposite of what you're no, saying. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're Literally. <laughs> yeah. No, no. So I think this all comes down to two guys, mm. Donovan Rayola and Brian Applewhite, because those guys are new faces in those rooms. Mm -hmm. You got Donovan, who is a man of very few words, but he he said numerous times that we'll let our play talk on the field and and it's all about technique and all that stuff. And then you have Brian Applewhite. We haven't really heard a lot from him, but he did say that he wanted to bring back that RBU toughness to Nebraska. I mean, he's a guy that has no tie to Nebraska at all, but is acknowledging the history of the running backs that have came through here. So if we got a guy, those two guys, if they, if they do their job, I'm not saying Ryan Held and Greg Austin aren't good at doing their jobs, but maybe they weren't qualified to do their jobs in the Big Ten. So these guys have, well, FBS experience, we can say. I mean, Donovan has not been a full-time offensive line coach, but he was at Notre Dame. And he was with the Chicago Bears. Yeah. Um, and then you have Applewhite, who was at TCU and did have a thousand yard rusher. So you have guys that have some track record, maybe a little bit more than what Greg and Ryan had. Yeah, well, I'm just looking I for see. a more conventional approach on how you're like managing a, a, a room of running backs. Like you have to be able to identify the guy that you want to lead you through the season. You have to be able to do it, and you Absolutely. have to stick with it because if you believed in believed in him in the beginning, as long as there's no off the field issues, as long as there's not, you know, fucking around at practice, all this other stuff, you would imagine he would be your your leading guy for the rest of the year. Absolutely. And Greg Austin got hired at Florida International. Ryan Woo! Held. Ryan oh, yeah. Held went to 
North Alabama, I think. Yeah, that sounds right. Sorry, I got to look at my phone. So, like, it's not they didn't get hired by D1, you know, powerhouses, not even D2 powerhouses. So, you know, it goes to show you. When they were at Nebraska, were they a little in over their heads? Probably. Right. I, I, I mean, I yes. I hope so in hindsight, and these new guys coming in are overqualified, I guess. We'll see, yeah. right? We'll and see. again, nothing personal. We'll it's just... It's not my fault that... I'm, I don't work at North Alabama. I didn't do it. So I'm yeah. just... <laughs> yeah. I'm just making observations here, guys. It didn't right. work. You had to, you had to shake it up. You yeah. had to yeah. shake it up. And let's start with the 102nd out of 120 teams or whatever... You were like the hundred second best offensive line. That's unacceptable at That's Nebraska yeah. and especially in the Big Ten. Like you can't win games on Saturdays. And like, think how close we were to winning games yeah. with that terrible offensive line play. Yeah, like dog, you're in a power five conference. Like you actually have to perform like you're in a power five conference. Right. And it's not like these guys that are on the offensive line, they weren't under recruited. These are four star guys. Yep. That and they are just not living up their potential. So if a fresh Fresh voice gives them that extra push to be better or shows them what they're doing wrong. I'm all in. You know, sometimes yep. you just need a different voice to unlock, you know, a little, little something, something and unleash your full potential. Yeah. Here I am being hopeful. All right. We just took a quick break. Before we get into Kyle's uh, spring ball talk, we got some new beers in front of us. Yeah. We, we had to top off, yeah, we you know, we, we talk so much. Yeah. You got- I was Just, getting a little parched over yeah. here. Quench our thirst with some fresh beers. I had Connor Cavillac. That's me. Who works at the Nebraska Brewing Company Tap Room in La Vista, Nebraska, by the way. I said, Connor, I see that permanent record IPA. Can you tell me a little bit more about the permanent record IPA? Uh, first of all, really freaks me out. I wish you guys could see this. He winked at me no less than 10 times yeah, when he was describing that beer. It's it, so good. Uh, I was a little turned on, but not entirely. Uh, but no, so <laughs> Permanent Record is uh, its a newer IPA that we put out. Uh, it's a little juicier. It's not quite a hazy IPA. I know that's what everybody's looking it's, for nowadays. I'm, I don't care. I don't need yeah. it to be hazy. No, but it, it, it's still got that juiciness that you know yeah. you you expect out of that style of beer. And it's juicy enough for me, man. Exactly. It's good. It's got a little bit of foodiness. No, it's it, it's a juicier IPA. It's very delicious. Uh, Jared drinks it uh, all I, the time. I'm also not entirely positive that Jared has taste buds, but we're working on it. <laughs> Hey, you know what? He he does drink your beer every time and, oh, wait, and no, says nothing make, but beautiful things. Don't, don't turn this around on me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Mike topped off. Uh, you top? I got that, that blueberry pilsner. Mm. I'm going to start calling it blueberry yum yum. Um, it is delicious. I don't know. Yeah. It is like a, a light flavored beer. Like there's just nothing better to put about it. Like I, Maybe blueberry. Like, <laughs> hey, okay. It's a blueberry flavored <laughs> Light beer. Pilsner. Yeah. I can't name drop the beer I want to say, but it's very good. Okay? No free ads. No Anyways, free ads. Anyways. Right. Kyle, did you get anything? Di- no, you got Taco Base yeah. again. <laughs> uh, right. Don't even ask. No, no, no. no. Taco Base. Taco Base. The Taco Beza. That's okay. what we needed. So he got the Taco si. Beza. But I want to point out si. that Kyle drinks it so often that it is assumed that he's still drinking it. So that means it's got to be a good beer. It is good. I'm telling you, si. it's good beer. Like si. I love this yeah. shit. Yeah. Si. Great beer. Si. Okay. Uh, Kyle, <laughs> before, let, let's take a sip of that Taco Beza first. That's okay. Nice. Mm. That's a good sip. Kyle, I kind of skipped over you. That's my fault. 
I need you to give us your spring training storyline. Spring training. God damn it. Oh, you're doing great. It's okay. Canceled. It's okay. Kyle, I need you to give us your spring ball storyline that you're looking for most. You got it. Uh, I am looking at the defensive pressure. Um, I'm looking at, like, Caleb Tanner. I'm looking at our defensive ends. I'm looking at... Garrett Nelson. Garrett Nelson. Like, I... There, if there's one thing that that defense was missing last year, the one thing was pressure on the quarterback. Yeah, like they they played lights out in damn near every single game last year. The only thing that if it was consistent, I think I th- I think our record is much better than what it what it shows. Well, and it's funny because it's like quarterbacks could drop back. They had time to go make a sandwich, you know, <laughs> get their lunch ready for the next morning, Silly. and then they still had time to throw the ball. And sometimes, and you know, with our DBs, they played pretty decent all year. So, like a lot of times, when I threw the ball, it was incomplete. Yep. So, I mean, hey, shout out to that, you know, that group. But when there's no pressure being applied, you shouldn't have time to go run to your grandma's house and come back before you get any sort of pressure. So, yeah, yeah. So you, that's that's what I'm that's what I'm looking at. Um, you, you brought and, up and Caleb the offensive Tanner. line. Yeah, you brought up Caleb Tanner, and that was a dude that com- coming into 2021, we we're like, dang, it's kind of disappointing because he hasn't lived up to his full potential, but. He played pretty good last year. I mean, I'm not going to say he was lights out or anything, all Big Ten performance, but yeah, a dude who when, coming when, into this year, when they send him, it, I mean, he's fast. He is real fast. So yeah. I hope I hope that they can dial that kid in and, and just kind of make him a little more like efficient. Okay. I mean, yeah, let's <sighs> baseball. Nebraska baseball. Hey. I'm going to, this is not hindsight, okay? Coming into the series, I said if they can split two two, it'll be fine. Like, but one three, I'm gonna be not worried, but I'm gonna be like, okay, come on, guys. Like, I don't want to hear this excuse about oh they're a northern team going down south to play Texas team. Like, that was the excuse I was gonna use. I that's and that's okay. But listen, seeing that defense give up seven errors in the series, you can't be doing that. Hurts. It hurts. Your starting pitching, they didn't even they you couldn't even get eleven innings out of your starting pitching the whole series. That's sad. Can't do that. Right? And that was the thing that was supposed to be the strength of the team is the pitching depth. And like the the bullpen came in. They did the bullpen performed. They did they performed, right? Yeah. I mean, they were dealt a shit hand and they did okay, right? Right. And the bats, forty three strikeouts in three games. (laughs) <laughs> Mike, uh, I know you said the northern team excuse. Like, what are your thoughts? Keep going. What's up? Okay. 43 strikeouts in three games. Okay. <laughs> Num- all right. Baseball is a numbers game. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also sure. a, a big baseball guy, but it's it's a numbers game. I think things will come around. They will catch up. Uh, you got guys in the first week uh, in the major leagues that will strike out six times and they'll be oh for their first 20 and then they'll go on a tear i think yeah. there's nothing to worry about this team's been there they've done it they've lost series it's no different than losing in the middle of the season you just it sucks to start off that way because mm-hmm. we do have a little bit of hype but will bolt said it himself they're not buying into the hype you know they 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 want to just get going and, and they want to prove it that they're a good team so you know it's a new team there is no Spencer Schwellenbach walk, walking through that door. 
And Cade Povich is gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's. I mean, your ace is gone, and your best shortstop slash closer is gone. So yeah. you have some cleanup to do. It's going to be some growing pains, and I think, I think right now you just gotta play the next game. I mean, it, it's all that's going to matter. Like, that's d- baseball. Pump so, the brakes. Yeah, I I like where your head's at. However, I think that last year we saw essentially it was great coaching combining with great talent. With those Cade Povich, those Spencer Schwellenbach. Jackson Jackson Hallmark, too, man. Yeah, Jackson yep. Hallmark. Look, this is the guy. This <laughs> yeah. is like we Give don't pump the break. Yeah. Don't don't be, you know, don't be going out there saying, Oh, we need to fire Will Bull. No, none of that. No. This is like the only the Nebraska coach in the no. last like ten years that I have been so confident in saying, This is it. Yep. Will Bolt is the guy. I mean, John Cook, obviously, but aside from those two, I don't think there is a Nebraska coach that I have had this much faith in in over a decade. And I mean, last year's season started very similarly at Purdue. So it's like, you know what? Don't you know pump the brakes. Don't don't freak out now cuz we saw how last year turned around. It's well. fine. It's yeah. baseball, guys. There's so many games in baseball. They're going to oh, play yeah. like 56 games, guys. They and guess what? They're one and four. They could go on a tear and win the next 10. It doesn't matter. It's baseball, guys. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're one and three currently. They're going to TCU, who's a top 20 squad, so... Easy dabs. If, uh, stop it. <laughs> stop it. I'm going to call that stop now. It. We're going to win that series. Yeah? I'm sweep calling them. that now. Sweep them. It's not a, I don't think it's going to be a sweep, but we're going to win that Pull series. Pull the brooms. So that's going to be a globe life in Arlington, which that'll that'll be a different change of scenery. And yeah, TCU is good. And, uh, you know, if they win that series, I'll be very happy. Um, and yeah... Listen, I'm I'm obviously I'm gonna watch every game. I'm gonna I even listen to every game because it wasn't even televised this weekend. Yeah, it was on was ESPN Plus. Annoying. I'm not paying yeah. for that. Like I have ESPN Plus. You guys got to figure your college baseball out, yeah. guys. Do I have Come five dollars a month? I'm not Jeff Bezos. Like, seriously though. <laughs> well, I will say ESPN Damn. Plus is included with your Hulu Live membership. So if you do have a streaming oh, service, yeah, switch to Hulu Live and you get ESPN Plus for free and Disney Plus. So I mean that's nice. They're gonna be on that weird streaming service that's free uh coming up in the next series so i don't remember. flow flow baseball yeah is that the one something like that so is that like flow wrestling i just like, i think it's just called flow. flo yeah, yeah flo, FLO oh, yeah. than the sport no, they, yeah they do a ton of sports streaming. yeah Actually, it's it's super free dope. yeah it's free so you, you can watch it so yeah going into the next series quit striking out put the ball in play play clean baseball you should be fine Nebraska. Well, you know our boy Danny Mercuso isn't going to let that oh. that slide. He's probably ripping all of them right now. Dude, Bolt, it was not. <laughs> I mean, I could only go based off of what Greg Sharp and Ben Ben McLaughlin were saying. Shout out to them. Well, Bolt was not happy with their performance this weekend. He was in the dugout and he was he was fuming. So, you know, and he, he mentioned after the game, during his interview, we did nothing good. They just outplayed us, and I mean, look—it's baseball. You got to move on. So, go out win win the series against TCU. I know it's asking a lot, but I think Mike's right. It's definitely within reach. I yep. I agree. I, I think they they have nothing but potential, and I think TCU, big name, mm, our college baseball sure. school for sure. Oh yeah. But I'm calling it right now. We'll we'll check in next week. But I think TCU can get the or we can get the dub against TCU. Yeah, and like Kyle said, I mean, this is exactly how last season started. Uh, and look at look what happened there. I mean, we had Arkansas on the ropes. Okay, let's plug ourselves, guys. Go to nbnrpodcast.com. 
You can find all of our past episodes. We have a video on there. We also have a YouTube channel that's been curated by Mr. Kyle Byers himself. And Kyle View Productions. Kyle's Ooh. View Productions. Absolutely shout out. He does weddings. and Hit him up. He's on Twitter, yep. at Kyle, Kyle Byers, right? Yep. Okay. Um, we have merch. We have shirts. Go buy some shirts. I told Mike that we need some bumper stickers. Mike's going to make some bumper stickers for us. Right? <laughs> and we have handbags. <laughs> yeah, we, I, we have handbags. We still I, will have vouch, I will vouch those t-shirts are incredibly comfortable. Yeah, yeah. what you're right now. Connor did it. score. He's the only sponsor ever yeah. to get a free shirt. They are very, very comfortable. I, I will vouch for them right now. <laughs> Fair trade. You give us beer, we give you shirts. Hell yeah. You know what hey, I mean? I'm both both make us feel good either way. <laughs> so yeah, guys, go on there. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcasts. We're on there. Give us a follow on Twitter at NBNR Podcast. And... Make sure you find us on Facebook. We are on the Facebook for everybody who uses the Facebook still. The Facebook we are machine. still on Instagram. Find us at NBNR Podcast. Find us on Facebook. Type yeah. in NBNR Podcast. No Block, No Rock Podcast. You will find us. We're trying to gain some more traction on Facebook. Yeah. I know you guys love our clips. You love our interviews with former players. In order to do that, we need you guys to continue to follow us and keep watching and keep sharing. Hit that follow button. Hit the retweet button. Hit the like button. We need you. We love all of we you guys. Do, we do giveaways. We're um, we're starting to move into um, other opportunities. So, yeah, just hop on there and, and follow along. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, guys, let's sign off. I'm one of your hosts, Jared Hall. Mike Delaware. Kyle Byers. Connor Cadillac. And as always, GBR. <laughs>